This call is being recorded. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Thank Victory. You. How are you? Rochelle? How are you? Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Good morning, Wednesday. Prosperous. Thank you. Happy Wednesday, Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, family. Nourishing Nikisha. Good morning, Nourishing Nikisha. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for declaring, excuse me. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Val. I'm in. Who's on the call? Good morning. Good 
Yes, he is. Happy Wednesday, Yvonne. God is good all the time. Happy Wednesday, Valuable. Happy Wednesday, family. I love you guys. Love you, too. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who who else has joined us? Good morning, Felicita. Good morning, family. This is Gloria. Happy Good morning, Wednesday. Gloria. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, everyone. This is Lee. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Lee. Thank you for calling. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Monica. Good, good morning, Monica. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Sounds like someone might be in the car driving. Would you mind uh, placing your phone on mute, please? They might not realize. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Sunshine, Tracy's sister. <laughs> Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, this is Janice. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Janice. Thank you for calling in. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute. I hear a little background noise. It sounds like someone may be driving. Or they have it on speaker. Oh, yes, right. You might have the phone on speaker. Thank you. There's a lot of feedback. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Balasita. And I'm your host. Someone still has their phone off mute. Can I have everyone just take a moment to look at your phones to make sure you have it on mute?
Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in March for the monthly theme entitled Acceleration. Don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. You will definitely be blessed. I can still hear the feedback. Today is the day that Declare Victory passed. for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, Declare Victory is having a family reunion on May 30th, 2020, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Registration is required ahead of time. Look for the Eventbrite invite link in the Victory Room on our Facebook page for more information and to buy your tickets electronically. We are selling pre-tickets so that we can buy the supplies, awards, raffle prizes, and gifts needed for the special event. So please purchase as soon as you can because an event this big takes time to plan. If you are not local and you are sure that you cannot make this event, please consider making a donation at cash out dollar sign declare victory. Again, that's cash out dollar sign I declare victory. Again, dollar sign I declare victory. Your generosity will help ensure that everything is covered ahead of time. We pray many blessings be returned to you for your love and support. There are no new prayer requests from the app. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. The declaration will be done by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. The declaration will be done by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture today is Daniel chapter 8, verse 5. As I was thinking about this, Suddenly, a goat with a prominent horn between its eyes came from the west, crossing the whole earth without touching the ground. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until you are instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. I believe that the prayer is supposed to be by Bernice. Father, in the name of Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, we come once again to establish our legal right. With the authority you have given to us, we take dominion and declare victory. 
We come in the name of our resurrected Jesus, whose we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Spirit of the living God, we come and we welcome you to this place of intercession, acknowledging your presence. You said that what you and three are gathered together, that you are in the midst. What an honor it is to have you here with us. We come today with petitions and requests, knowing that anything that we agree upon is touching, that you will surely give to us. We thank you, O oh Father, for this is the day that you have made, and we are rejoicing in it, and we are glad. Humbly, we come asking that you forgive us before we pray, before we ask you for anything. Therefore, we release any anger, bad feelings, resentment, evil thinking, or any other wrong. We leave it right here, right now. We lay at your feet and we release and forgive those who have wronged us. You know our hearts and we ask you to open a door that we can enter into where peace resides. And we ask those who have wronged us, that we have wronged to forgive us. We declare victory as we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, humbled and acknowledging that you are with us. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, as we press to pursue you. Give us the anointing that comes with this assignment of intercessory prayer. Thank you, Father, for what you will do and how you will confirm your word with signs and wonders. Jehovah Rapha, you, God, who heals, you said that we can come and ask you for any and every need of life. Therefore, we thank you for your touch, your words, your miracles. We rejoice in everyone's healing, oh God. We trust your word and we thank you because nothing will be found. And God of mercy, cover all those who are traveling right now, oh God, who have to go to a place in which they don't want to because of all of the things that are going on right now. We declare victory. If I shut up heaven and there be no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my faith, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, to pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. We thank you and we declare victory. God of wisdom, we ask that you bless all and any medical scientists and researchers around the world with insight and skill, dedication and fortitude as they combat coronavirus so that their work yields knowledge and understanding, accelerate finding a vaccine, treatments, and deterrence to spread, to its 
spread source of life. Grant public health and government officials the strength to act swiftly and decisively with compassion and understanding in service to humankind, fighting this outbreak with other diseases that still plague this planet, diseases threatening the lives of our brothers and sisters, nations and communities, young and old. Jesus, during your ministry on earth, you showed your power and caring by healing people of all ages and situations. And we thank you for that, oh God. Be present now to people who need your loving touch because of this that is going on. May they feel your power of healing through the care of doctors and nurses. Take away the fear and anxiety and feeling of isolation from people receiving treatment or are under quarantine. Give them a sense of purpose in pursuing health and protecting others from exposure to the disease. Protect their families and friends and bring peace to all who love them. For this we thank you, O oh God. Lift up, we lift up to you our concern for people who are more likely than others to become severely ill from this thing called the coronavirus 19, the elderly and people with chronic health conditions. Protect them from harm, the harm, and be their comfort in this time of uncertainty. Of uncertainty. Father, we thank you and we seek your wisdom daily. Be with people. Holy Spirit, give wisdom and understanding and the knowledge that it takes um, for people when making decisions that affect the lives and futures of our families, communities, countries, and the wider world. Inspire and invigorate people developing better tests to diagnose this virus, vaccines to prevent it, and protocols, oh God. Um, and communication to eliminate this disease's spread. May truth and empathy be the touchstone of people setting policies for our protection. Father, um, you see all things and you know all things and everything that is going on, oh God, I ask that you increase our vision and our discernment so that we are not sidetracked or deceived when other things may be going on or other things that may be happening or other things are set in place or set up that may distract us from knowing the plans of the enemy. I just thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Bring an end to disease and suffering so that all may know your compassion and your grace. We declare victory. Today, America is recognized throughout the world as a nation that is going blind, straying away from its righteous foundation instead of righteousness. Filling our streets, we have re rebellion against you, Father in heaven, with wickedness and sin that terrifies innocent people of this nation. Have mercy on our rebelliousness and our sinfulness and call this nation to repentance. What do we do as your children? Give us the insight that we need that make us clear in our understanding. Give us direction to lead others back to the godly foundations upon which this nation was birthed. Holy Spirit, lead us in fervent, diligent prayer, acknowledging that you and your plan, that your plan be fulfilled here where we live in America and throughout the world so that your kingdom is established. 
Father, I pray that the prayers of Solomon will be true in the nation today. Give the gift of wise rule to the king, the gift of just rule to the king, oh God, the king of just rule to the crown prince. May he judge your people rightly, be honorable um, to your meek and lowly. Stand up for the poor and help children that are needy. Come down hard on cruel rulers. Father, in the name of Jesus, let righteousness flourish and prosperity abound for your people. Let our prayers go up continually. You hear them, and we know that you do, and we thank you. We thank you that um, everything falls into the proper place, oh, Father, that the perspectives are seen, that you, oh, Father God, will hear our prayers until your nation reflects your word, which promises love and faithfulness, that we meet together righteousness and, and, and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. Save those who are not yet your own. Give those in authority wisdom in every decision and help them to think clearly. Grant them discernment and common sense so they'll build strong and effective leaders. Father, we just thank you and we glorify your holy name. Be the defender and protector and keep all of us always on guard. Help uh, those who are believers to be strong and courageous, standing firm in the faith and influencing others for your kingdom. Encourage and strengthen us, oh God. Give us the wisdom that we need. Help us to have courage in this time that we live in, oh God. We thank you, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, and we declare victory. As we take our phones off mute, we ask, oh Father God, that you are because of who you are, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are Thank everything at peace, oh Father. Father. You, you are the Father of love regarding all people, oh God. We thank you that you're so the day of life, Father God. We thank you for Thank you, Lord 
for hearing our prayers that is in accordance to your will. Give victory to the King, O Lord. Answer us when we call. I pass the call. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you. Go ahead and put your phones back on mute for us. Continue to praise. Now is a perfect time to do so. Um, I think one of the things that I think is most amazing is that prior to all of this, God began to prepare us to do business differently. Even our worship, what people are preparing to do currently, he gave us a front run at. So I'm just grateful um, to be able to hear. I'm grateful that he loves us enough to give us room, time, and space to be what he needs us to be in this hour, and that he was even kind enough to give us prep time. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Bernice. Thank you for the sound this morning. Isn't it funny that when trying times arrive, uh, when you are already prepared, you ain't got to get ready. Amen. Um, I am grateful this morning for uh, another opportunity. Simply, God, he's amazing. And um, to spend time with some awesome people, to give reverence to an absolutely amazing God. I need to make sure you guys can hear me real quick. I just put on my headset. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Awesome. Well, y'all, it is our fasting day, um, and I would implore you, uh, if you've not been fasting, uh, if, if maybe this is your first time 
that you would join us. Uh, I know that there's a lot of panic and pandemonium, but when you enter the wheel <laughs> and when you, and, and not saying that we have everything together, y'all know my thought process with that, but what I will say is I don't think there's any confusion about what's going on <laughs> around these parts. And so um, that being said, the Lord gave me something amazing uh, on last night. I cannot wait to share it with you. I've read it a million times, but in this season, he gave it to me very differently. Um, and so I want to share with you uh, a really quick uh, word of encouragement for those of you that have been dragging your feet, uh, prolonging process as it relates to the things that you know that God has called you to do. Uh, I know that, that people are in panic. I know that there's uh, a lull over the earth with uh, just just fear and intimidation. But let me tell you something, honey, now is the time to accelerate. And I do mean accelerate. Um, I have not canceled our reunion because I have a little feeling that around, I keep you posted, but I have a little feeling that by that time, um, it'll, it'll be clear enough for us to continue. Um, I won't encourage you to to keep purchasing tickets, I pray you to, so somebody needs to mute their phone for us, please. Um, but what I will say is prepare your hearts and minds to be here, and it is confirmed that Sarah Morgan um, will be attending as long as things go well, um, and there will be an impartation um, process that we go through and uh, just a, a prayer release. So, I'm really excited about that, uh, considering she is the current apostle of prayer and intercession in the nation. And guess what? She's going to be at the Declare Victory uh, our celebration. So I'm really, I'm very honored uh, to be able to share that with you guys and to um, just to, to encourage you that this is just a season. It's like every other season. It has come to pass, but there's an awakening. Uh, there is uh, an arrival. There is um, there is a, a, a time of calling us to the carpet, literally. Um, and I'm 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 excited. I'm just I'm grateful. I cannot. Uh, I'm not scared. I'm not frustrated. I got a little toilet paper. Praise Jesus. Um, but I also want to, I got a few text messages on yesterday. Um, <clears throat> if you have some extra, and we know that there are some elderly people, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to start getting in my car any minute <laughs> to, to make sure that people uh, are eating outside. Because you know, there are camps where I don't care how many shelters they have in place, they're not coming. Um, I know that there are also some of us on the line who are servants at heart. And, I'm, you know, I'm a little crazy. I'm not really scared of a, I call it the cod liver oil. I'm not really scared of cod liver oil. Uh, and and I, as I read, as I begin to share, you'll understand why, honey, your life is already laid out. And I'm not saying that uh, wisdom is not necessary, but 
healthy and it'll be all right. But in a minute, I'm about to get to throwing spaghetti together and taking some of the toilet tissue that I have outdoors to make sure that people have. So uh, with that said, pray with me and for me as I begin to share. Um, we've had this conversation once before, but I started to ask the Lord, um, what is it in this hour that we can do to encourage and to um, remind people of power in prayer, of uh, finding direction in what looks like a bleak or a dark time? Uh, there are so many things going on atmospherically um, that if you are afraid, you lose focus. And by the grace of God, I have some some pretty peculiar friends, and so we have odd conversations. And um, I have been studying trading floors, which is part of um, the heavens courts system. And my good girlfriend called me yesterday and was like, "Oh, Dion, why would you give me this to read?" And I was like, "Sorry, I was just being obedient." But as she said it, don't text me again. Don't text me again. That'd be you throwing me off. Um, and so as as we were having a conversation, um, the Holy Spirit began to show me, um, literally like in vision, when Job prayed for his friends and repented, and the trading floors, which is an amazing study. Um, it is Robert Henderson. And you can get it on Audible and listen. It is probably, it's a very simple read, but it starts to make you think about masses and loads and loads of things. And again, it's called The Trading Floors of Heaven by Robert Henderson. And it starts to make you think um, about your life historically. It starts to make you think about your bloodline. It starts to make you think about your future. And some of the things that are self-inflicted in our lives um, that we are currently experiencing. And with that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna read Job, the 42nd chapter. Job, the 42nd chapter. The entire chapter is amazing. The first sentence has more meat and texture in it. Uh, then, then, well, I'm, I'm going to let you be the judge of it. So I'm going to read it in the Message Bible because it was so simple, because it was so clean cut. I believe that it'll encourage you. And so there will be several say lies because I want you to contemplate some things. There's some things that God will begin to bring up on the inside of you uh, that perhaps you may need to address and or deal with. But I want to give you a simple kingdom formula for kingdom acceleration, right? We're not going to talk about uh, the economic turn that's coming. Um, hopefully you're prepared for that, but we want to talk about the state of your heart as it relates to acceleration and what uh, what is released in this process. And so it says, and Job answered God, I am convinced you can do anything and everything. Nothing and no one can upset your plan. Now, this is Job talking to God after God has let him have it. I mean, he 
has asked him questions. Did you place the stars in the sky? Did you tell the waters where to stop? Was it you that breathed into uh, to humankind and to animals and to everything around? Was it you that did this? And this is Job's response, because I'm sure at this point he's shamed because we have a tendency to go our own way. And so uh, Job's response was, listen, I, I get it. I, I was tripping. Pardon. And so it says, you asked, who is this muddying the water, ignorantly confusing the issue, second guessing my purposes? This is God asking uh, Job that question and Job then taking God's words and feeding them back to him as if to say, okay, now it is written on my heart. And Job then says, I admit it. I was the one. It was me. I babbled on about things far beyond me, made small talk about wonders way over my head, and you told me, listen, and let me do the talking. Now, this is Job regurgitating to God what he had said to him. And then it says, let me ask you a question, and you give the answers. I admit, I once lived by rumors of you. Now, I have it all firsthand from my own eyes and my own ears, and I'm sorry. I apologize. Pardon me. Forgive me. I will never do that again. I promise. I'll never live on crust of hearsay and crumbs of rumor again. See, Job had figured out that it wasn't what grandma said that mattered anymore. It wasn't what pastor so-and-so or evangelist such-and-such -such said. Job had experienced the wrath of God, the, uh, the keeping power of God, the comfort of God, every aspect of the father and the son, he had experienced all of it in his own life. It wasn't what somebody had told him about. Listen, I have a tendency to say, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what I know to be the truth. And Job had come to the realization that he had been sleeping on God, that he was taking kibbles and bits and pieces and particles of the sovereign God uh, for truth, as opposed to his experiential understanding of who, how, and what God was, right? Now, get this. The father is so dope that he can tell what we're going to say before we say it. And, and after uh, it's all said and done, he, he will even let us be foolish and think that we're wise. He'll give us the room and the space uh, to have our own opinion. But at the end of the day, his sovereign truth always reigns supreme. And so after God had finished addressing Job and checking him and getting him together, he turned to Eliphaz and to Tamanite and said, I've had it with you and your two friends. Check this out. I'm fed up. You haven't been honest with me or about me. Now, uh, not the way that my friend Job has. Listen, he called Job friends. So here's what you got to do. Take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my friend Job. They call Job his friend a second time. Sacrifice a burnt offering on your behalf like you idiots 
This man been trying to tell you that I'm everything, that I'm all seeing, that I'm all knowing, that nothing can happen unless I get a permission. Nothing uh, can take place unless I allow it. Nothing can occur without my John Hancock. If I don't sign, seal, and deliver it, it ain't coming. So much so that what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what to do with regard to my friend. Then I'm going to tell you what my friend is going to say on your behalf after he had repented. He repented for sleeping on God. He repented for not getting it. He repented for taking the opinion of others over the experience and over the word that God had already spoken. He needed his own evidence. Sacrifice the burn offering on your behalf. And my friend, look, and my friend Job, now this third time he didn't call him his partner. My friend Job is going to pray for you, right? And I will accept his prayers, not yours. I don't even really care about your burnt offering. You just going to follow this process because I said so. He will ask me not to treat you as you deserve for talking nonsense about me. And for not being honest with me as he has. And they did it, Eliphaz and Timonite, Baldad and, Sh- and Shush- Shushite, and Zophar and Namatite did what God commanded. And God accepted Job's prayer for all of these folks that had talked crazy to Job as he was going through his process. For all of these folks who told you, honey, God probably is not really who he said he was. He probably don't really care about you and your distress or your dismay. He probably isn't the savior of the world, but in spite of all of that, now here they are having to stand in awe in the presence of the sovereign God, having to go to the one that they mishandled, that they mistreated, that they talked crazy to, that they pretty much scoffed at the believing God to the end, no matter what his circumstances looked like and uh, no matter what he felt like, even when he was sick and uh, full of boils, from beginning to end, Job didn't change his mind, get this, and he didn't change his mind, and he had been living on crumbs and crusts. His faith was that of crumbs and crusts. He didn't even have uh, nobody to cut the edges off, and he just eat the meat, quote, unquote, as my grandmother would call it, of the bread. But here Job has lived off the crumbs and the crust of the bread, and he was crazy enough to believe that God would not leave him nor forsake him. He felt sorry for himself. He was frustrated. He was angry. He was bitter. He spent the first 41 chapters crying and complaining about what God said in verse number one, when he said, listen, uh, I'm convinced you can do anything. Nothing and no one can upset your plan. I could have put the whole phone down right then. Job said, I'm convinced that you can do anything and everything, nothing, and no one can upset your plan. Lord, I'm convinced that you can do anything, nothing, or no one can upset your plan. Even uh, the cod liver oil virus, child, nothing and no one can upset your plan. And so now here we are in the middle of God's plan, in the middle of God's purposes, looking at our family, going to the grocery store, considering this one. I wonder if so-and-so got that. I wonder if such and such got that. Do you have everything you need over there? 
See, now God has made us turn the mirror around and look at our own intentionality, check our own motives, and ask us questions about our children that uh, we walk past day in and day out. Ask us about those matching pajamas uh, for those uh, in front and for the gram in those households where marriages fall into smithereens. There is no honor. There is no covenant. There is no agreement. He's caused us to turn the mirror around and look at what we think of who God said he was. Nothing and no one can upset his plan. Nothing. And after Job had interceded for his friends, listen, and after Job had interceded for his friends, so the first thing he did was repent. That was first, right? Then God gave all of his quote unquote friends, his frenemies, instructions. After there was repentance, there was then a sacrifice, right? There was then something set aside or set apart specifically uh, it, it, to honor and reverence and to acknowledge that God is the author and finisher of any and everything. Remember, nothing and no one can upset his plans. No one can muddy the water of his purposes. That's what the word says. And so uh, after Job interceded for his friends, get this, after he repented, he repented for being a fool. He repented for second guessing God. He repented on living uh, for living on the crumbs of who God was. He repented for not getting it. He repented that nothing he did, nothing he said, no infraction, no nothing he did could change what God had already set in stone. So much so that he told his friends, "This is what you're gonna do, and then this is what Job is gonna do." <laughs> Nothing can disagree with God, y'all. Not Corona, not cod liver oil. And I was listening to, to Apostle Eckhart last night, and, and the word Corona translates to the word crown. So it's almost like Satan stepping on us and God allowing him to do so. Right? It's like he's saying, meaner, meaner, meaner. <laughs> right? No one is exempt. Not Kevin Durant, not Idris Elba, not Tom and his wife. Uh, no one is exempt. And so then here it is now that after he intercedes for his friends, guess what happened, y'all? Get this. God restored his fortunes and doubled it. How about that? After he repented, then there was a sacrifice. Then he prayed for what we would call the idiots who did him dirty in his hard season. He prayed for them, right? After he prayed for them, Every single thing that God said would happen, happened. He was restored double. There were things in his heart that God checked, and sometimes he'll sit us down. You know, it's amazing how people call me Tommy from the fifth floor because uh, I very seldom go outside, and I kept trying to get a job and trying to get a job. And no matter what happened, every time I got a job, one of my children would get sick, not regular sick. 
the kind of sick where I'd have to go to the hospital somewhere. <laughs> and I kept trying. And I mean, I kept trying. I was just living off of crumbs and crust. And then God began to show me, child, if you would just do X, Y, Z. First of all, repent for not trusting my plans and my purposes for your life, you dummy. Have a seat, ma'am. So what everybody else is freaked out and panicked about, this is my whole life. <laughs> I only go outside on Sundays and Tuesdays and periodically to go to the store, but now i got a whole uh, bunch of grown folks, so I run. I send them to the store. When i got to go outside. I get a little annoyed real time. <laughs> and so now here, here they are. Um, God bless Job's ladder later, even more than his earlier life. He ended up with 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. Listen, now he old. Where it looked like he's not supposed to produce now, his body is coming forth. His fields are coming forth. All of the things that uh, the enemy had attempted to take or that God allowed the enemy to take, God already had an, a strategy. He already had an agenda. He already had an idea in mind of what was written. And listen how you know he knew what was written because he told Job's homeboys, listen, this is what's going to happen, and this is what's gonna, uh, what Job is going to say. And it's going to go in this order, child. <laughs> and we worried about the kind liberal right? He also had seven sons, three daughters. He named the first daughter Dove, the second daughter Cinnamon, and the third daughter Darkest. There was not a woman in that country that was as beautiful as Job's daughters. Their father treated them as equals. Listen, 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 Linda. Listen, listen. Y'all listening? His, they father treated them as equals, the brothers and the sisters the same. There was a level playing field. Right? So now he, he was not, he was demonstrating that God is not a respecter of person. And if there's a word in your mouth, I don't care if you're seven and you're a girl. The, the playing field, this whole reenactment of what God does when he restores a people, a nation, a body, a, 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 a system, this right here was him implementing new systems, new strategies. But not only were they new systems and new strategies, they were new old systems. God already had all of this in mind, right? And then it says their father treated them as equals with their brothers, providing them, <laughs> Tanya, with the same inheritance. Now, get this. Job lived an additional 140 years, living to see his children and his grandchildren, four generations of them. And then he died, get this, an old man full of life. <laughs> Listen, this is what I want to tell you. There are some things uh, that you owe homage for. There are some repentance 
that needs to take place right up and through here. There are some things in your bloodline that there are apologies that are still holding you hostage to historical things, lots of them that have nothing to do with you right up and through here while you in your house. Absolutely work on building a business or writing a book. For those of you dealing with the project, now's the time. There are absolutely no excuses because you got nothing else to do. Write until you cannot write anymore. For those of you that know full well you're supposed to be in business, now's the time to cultivate and develop the business plan. But outside of all of that, there are some uh, moments that God is going to speak to you very clearly. He's going to check you about some things. Some of the things that he checks you about, you may not even recognize. Don't argue with them. The word says, agree with your adversary quickly, lest the bailiff come off and drag you to jail. I want you to start going into places of consecration so that you're no longer living off of crust and crumbs but you're living off the full meat of the word of the truth of God, not only for your life, because remember he said initially, nothing or no one can upset my plan. See, right up and through here, while we're in what's called an isolation place, this is where we carve out an altar. This is where we begin to spend time in prayer, praise, and worship. This is when revelation knowledge begins to fall on us in such a way that it gives us the ability to be accelerated. If you notice that when Job repented, as he repented, and then God gave him instruction to pray for for his friends after he repented he then prayed for his friends after they had made the sacrifice right after they had done what god said with regard to the ox after he did all of that then god restored him he spent 41 chapters talking about wham wham 41 chapters crying and complaining 41 chapters feeling absolutely sorry for himself. How many chapters have you been crying and complaining? How many chapters have you been whining and dragging your feet? How many chapters have you been living off of crumbs and crust? How many uh, chapters and verses and pages have turned while you were still living off the crumbs? Like, don't write up and through here. If we didn't know that there was a God, honey, if we weren't sure that there was a heaven and a hell, <laughs> honey, if you slow, don't call here no more. <laughs> Hang up now. I'm scared of you. <laughs> All I'm saying, y'all, is this. Not only is a time of acceleration, but if we take the lesson from Job, if we acknowledge that Job lived his life, uh, number one, honoring God off of crust and crumbs, but now being empowered not to live off of crust and crumbs at all, but to live off the truth of God's word. This is right after, and if I were you, I'd go back in and I'd read a couple of chapters before where, where the Lord just got them together. Check this out. Can you not see who I am, dude? Like I'm not, I'm not practicing here. I'm not a, I'm not a medic. I'm not. This is not guesswork for me. I know what's gonna happen, and he let us know he knew it was gonna happen when he told Job's homeboys, "Listen, this is what's gonna happen. It's gonna happen just like this." If he did it like that right here, consider Revelations. I dare you to read it. 
<laughs> if he did it like that right here, see, there are still stages. People, Jesus coming soon. Listen, Jesus comes every single day for whoever turn it is. <laughs> and don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not making a, a joke of the reality that he will soon return, but we haven't experienced what he said. Every single word he said has to come to pass. The part I want you to get is that there are certain things that you have a responsibility to do. The first one is repent. That's the first one, right? And and repent for even that which you don't understand. And if you are struggling with that, if you're having a hard time with that, it means that you're not going um, further uh, deep enough into the place of prayer. Because I promise you, if you just take a notebook, in your prayer time, he'll start to show you some ratchet stuff in your bloodline, child. You'd be like, ew. <laughs> is, is, is that me? You talking to me? Uh-huh. Right? Stuff that grandma and great-grandma them did. Right? And so here is, here is a perfect place for repentance. Perfect place. Not making you a bad or horrible person. This is not that. This is not that. This is wanting to experience not just the devil, but wanting to die having lived a full life. That's it. Like Corona is is our practice realm. What he want to see is who's who and what's who. Who who's living off crumbs around you? If you live off crumbs, let me get away from me. I'm scared of you. I don't want no crumbs. I want to eat the sandwich. I'm not a finger foods chick. I'll eat them, but I prefer a sandwich. Amen. Amen. So that said, hopefully something I said empowered, encouraged, I uh, feel like Sabrina, I have to agree, empowered you to live your best life now. Amen. Amen. Happy Wednesday. Anybody want to say good morning? <laughs> I'm goofy this morning. Sorry, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Marissa. Hey, good morning. <laughs> good morning. It's Krishonda. I missed most of the declaration, but I got to go back and listen because it sounds like it's like that, and that's the way it is. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Oh, man. <laughs> Hilarious. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Hey, y'all, y'all. What's up? Y'all, y'all. What's up, big bro? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Miss Marcus. Good morning, hey, Dyson, Dyson. Good morning. Hey, Chef. <laughs> good morning, Kenya. Hey, Kenya girl. Good morning. Good morning, Saints. This is Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Saints. Barbara. Hey, Ms. Good morning. This is Jacqueline. Hey, Jacqueline. <laughs> good morning. This is Tennessee. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Demetriana's on deck. Hey, child. Good morning, this is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. 
Hey. Good morning, Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen. Good morning, Sanajay. Hey, Sanajay. Good morning, family. Dondria. Hey, Dondria. Good morning. Good morning, Sylvia. Hey, Miss Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning, this is Catherine. Hey, Hey, Catherine. Hey, darling. Good morning, this is Dominique Campbell. Hi, bro. What's going on, man? Love you. Love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else? Amen. Um, really grateful for um, for what God is doing and, and even how He's doing it. Um, is there anybody else that wants to say good morning before we start doing our Q and A? Amen. Um, well, that's it. Anybody got any questions, comments, commentary, anything you'd like to share? Chuckles, opinions, any of that. <laughs> did you call it the cod liver oil? I did. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> chuckle, <laughs> chuckle. You silly. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever hear that thing. <laughs> That's what I've been calling it. My kids keep calling me. Tell me what you're crazy. Whatever, honey. I'm not bothered. My grandma never used to give us a shot of cod liver oil. Secure everything. I said, I'm just buy some cases of cod liver oil. Ain't nobody looking for that. So let's take a little bit of this. <laughs> see the right. oil, right? That, exactly. <laughs> Ladies, good morning. Um, instead of cod liver oil, um, Eon, instead of cod liver oil, look for black seed oil. No, no. Nice Look no, up no, black no. I'm, I'm, oil. Oh yeah, no. I'm, I'm. I was just being silly, Jacqueline. <laughs> I know black. But no, black no, seed no. oil is also amazing. Yeah, for all reality, you guys look up for black seed oil. Oh yeah, stuck up I in got black some in my oil. cabinet. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> reality, mm-hmm. check out black seed oil. Yep, it's pretty amazing. I got some right in the in uh in my cupboard next to my cod liver oil and castor oil. <laughs> it's funny, Dion, that you said it. Corona translate to clown because all week for some reason in my system I kept hearing Lolo, Lolo. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What that mean? What you mean, Lolo, like, Lolo? Like, Lolo, Lolo. Like, um, how they tease you, like you said, Nina, Nina, but Lolo, Lolo oh, in Spanish. Like- Oh, Lelo, Lelo, Lelo. But that's that's almost what, yeah, that's uh-huh. almost like what it is. Like ha 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 ha. Yeah, uh-huh. you're right. Uh-huh. Yep, you are absolutely right. That's right on point. Yep, that's that's right on point. It it just blows me away when you don't have to prepare what you what you already prepared for. If that makes sense. <laughs> anyway. Anybody else have any questions, comments? Good morning. This is Leisha. You know, um, 
I appreciated when you were talking about Job. And what I got from it was that until he got grateful and realized what God was doing in his life, it was only then that God could bless him abundantly. So he had to mm-hmm. go through that process to get to the to the abundant life. And I and I feel like that in my life because you know I've been sharing about my job and how it's been tough and it's been getting a little bit better. But then the, yesterday I got real grateful because in the midst of the storm I still got to go to work because the type of work I do. But there's people who are out of work that work at like the movie theaters at KFC mm-hmm. different places so they're not getting no check. But by the grace of God, I'm still getting one. So I got real grateful. Like, you know, you running around here complaining and mad. But look how God got you in the eye of the storm. He making sure you're going to eat. He making sure that you're going to be a blessing to your family and whoever else. So it was when I changed my mindset and started looking at what God is really doing for me, it helped me to get off that pity pot. So that's what I got out of your message today. Um, All right. That's that's listen, but but don't don't forsake don't forsake a step. You owe God a whole apology. You're right. You're absolutely gratitude, right. gratitude is fly. Gratitude is cute. But when you know you've been out of pocket, listen, nothing or no one can upset his plan. We we always we take so much for granted. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> we 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 hold things in esteem that are not worthy of being elevated. Right? So so it, it it brings us to a place. What happened was God checked him. He brought him low so that he could move him up a notch, right? So he could take him up a level. And sometimes we despise those processes, but the reality is some things are necessary to get us to the other side. It is our responsibility, um, number one, to take off our emotions. Job had been acting like a little gal, right? But there was still something in his knowing mm-hmm. that knew God had it. He was acting like a little wah wah, honey, and God let him do it. He let him do it for a long time. We don't know how long them 40 chapters lasted. And he allowed people to do him dirty so he could later use that very scenario because I'm sure that his friends who had repented and and then Joe prayed for him, I'm sure they had to sit at the table. Now, now what you say? I hear you. Say again. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Shame. Y'all molded. And you had to come right back here and apologize with the hope that I have the capacity in my heart to pray for you in spite of you. How about that? Amen. Amen. And that's why God is so good, because he'll let us have a pity party at the temple temple. And he's yeah. still going to love us and cover us, because he's going to get his will out no matter how we feel, because it's Nothing. about him and not about us. That's it. Nothing or no one can upset his plan. Nobody can muddy his water. He's still going to get his purposes in the earth, whether with our cooperation, or if we got to take the long route or the short route. Listen, I'm for the short route these days. You ain't got to take me the long way, Jesus. I'm cool. I just, I'm going to go on and take the short walk. 
Let's do it like that. So, amen. I'm grateful that you are still employed, Miss Leisha. Bless your heart. <laughs> Thank you. There's a whole bunch of folks on the line that are that look that are not. But guess what? Right. Nothing or no one can upset his plan. Amen. 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 Thank you for sharing. Anybody else? I also love the fact that the word says, uh, none of you have been honest with me like Joe Pat, like my friend, my homeboy. He said it three times. Three times he said something three times is significant. Anybody else have anything? Good morning, sis. Hey, good morning, bro. Hey. You know, I was just thinking, can you really call Job a punk? Um, saying what you just said, does God really uh, endorse and support somebody who's a punk, who's, who's a wow-wow um, with that? Or, and I'm just putting this out there, or is mm-hmm. it Joe, Joe is a mirror to ourselves. Um, for those who want to look 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 this book up, there's just a book called "The, the Patience of Job." Um, it's mentioned in in, in the scriptures, it's mentioned in the New Testament, which is not a canonized book. Um, y'all just said that this is a, a further explanation of Job's life, um, more so of 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 what Job did. And um, kind of reminds me, you sis, and and other people who who are really out there in the community and do what you do. This is what Job did, you know. Regardless of all of his, uh, all of his um, stature, all of his money, you know, at 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 the at the heart, you know, he was a man for the people. He was a man for for those who who didn't have. And this right. book called the Prisons of Job clearly delineates that. But a man who, who who really is going through an earth-shattering consequence, and when we talk about accelerated, um, it was definitely accelerated Job's life. Um, mm-hmm. How many people can God say, listen to Satan, look, I'll put, I'll, I'll put this person up. Drag, mm-hmm. drag this person through, through the mill. You know, take everything. Take the children, mm-hmm. take the finances, take everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he ain't going to curse mm-hmm. me. Even when your spouse says, look, you might as well curse God and die. Job mm-hmm. says, look, Lord giveth, and Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But how many times in our prayer class do we say, God, really? Mm-hmm. Really, God? Listen. In our prayer closet, walking up and down the street. For real, Jesus. Hey, hey this you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. I, I, I know I've been there. God, really? But, you know, I taught on Job about, I think about two years ago when, when Bishop Patterson came and he, he sat in it. And, you know, I, I you know, God gave me a revelation that Job, through all of his, you know, Listen and challenging God that once God came and God came, really came and, and really put it down on him. Job was like, that's all I needed, God. All, all I needed was the word. Mm-hmm. And I might not even understand your word. 
you came to whirlwind and you really showed me everything, but all I needed was the word. And, 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 and I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry, God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even, we don't even, we don't even accept the word of God when he comes to us. And a lot of times mm-hmm. he may not come to us in the whirlwind, but, but what, um, what really made Joe stand out to me is that all he went through and all what he questioned God was when God finally answered to him, he's like, yeah, you're right, God. But that's all I needed. That's all I needed to hear from you. All I needed to hear was your words. And hearing your word, okay, I'm going to go through. And in all of that, and even all of what he, he said really, God, God never really uh, maligned his character. God even even held him up, even in the companies whose friends who said, man, look, you, you, you know, you, you, you ain't all that righteous and all that holy. So, I mean, for me, that is the lesson, is that in, 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 in what we're going through, especially with this coronavirus and all of this and, 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 and the body saying you ain't got faith or you ain't got faith or, or whatever we're going through in our walk, can we hear the word of God? and be satisfied in what God says. Whether we want to hear, whether it's something we want to hear, or, or whether it's something we don't want to hear. And for me, that's mm-hmm. that's the lesson uh, of Job. Great declaration as always. Love you, sis. God bless. Amen. Good stuff, bro. Good, good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, good, good stuff. I think it is also a... Um, really a confidence check for all of us, right? Like uh, really that that assurance of salvation that I don't know that we've ever had to stand in before because there was always such flexibility uh, with our reality, right? And now here we are. We're in a place where one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to believe God or you ain't, period, right? Um, But no matter what you are facing, no matter what the adversity, no matter what the frustration, um, I, I just, I dare you to take God at his word and use that one good uh, statement or declaration to remember that nothing or no one can upset his plan. Amen. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Anybody else? You know what God keeps giving to me? Hi, Pastor. This is Prosperous Pam, (laughs) my family. Um, I keep getting um, repent like this past week. because like you were, you spoke about it on, in Job, um, just now, and I had put up this scripture it was so interesting on Facebook that's been going around about, it was second Chronicles seven, um, mm-hmm. when it talks about holding Thank back the rain and, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then I got repent from there too. And so, um, 
I'm just thankful for your word today. It was just so good. And even when you were saying, um, you know, just sit down and start jotting, jotting down, you know, if you don't think you have any offense or whatever in your bloodline, just sit down and start jotting down and hallelujah. God just started giving me things. Lord, I, I, mm-hmm. I repent, Lord, of the pride. I repent. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so thankful for God using you this morning. So Amen. God bless you and God bless you, family. Amen. Amen. Hey, Dion. Good morning, Dee hey. family. Hey. Good morning. Hey, so I, I missed most of the, the declaration because I was trying to handle um, an emergency that came up. But I'm looking forward to the replay. But I, uh, the part that I did get, I I appreciate God for allowing us to have this shut down, shut in time. Um, I got a call yesterday from Kaiser saying that I had been in contact with somebody who had coronavirus. So it, while, you know, I had been shut in, but I was still, you know, I do run it out a little bit here, run out a little bit there, but now I'm in. And so I thank God I don't have it, don't have any symptoms or anything, but it has given me time to actually sit down and start focusing in on some things that needed to be taken care of. And other, the other thing is the assignment for our writing. It has really been um, a blessing. And I appreciate God and appreciate you and your, your labor on our behalf. I love you. Amen. I love you too, sis. Thank you for that. Amen. And anybody else before we get ready to wrap it up? Well, praise God. You know, I'm not going to be <clears throat> a dead horse. And I believe that you want to say something? Who is that? Juliet clearing her throat? No, that's, right. Re- that's Ravonda clearing her throat. <clears throat> girl, what you wrong, girl? <laughs> that's your mouth. You know, we was talking <laughs> and we, we talked about who we naturally are pretty much reclusive so this time it's not anything that we ain't used to you know mm-hmm. um and we find that you know what spending some time alone away from people is really good to shut down everything you know um the last couple of days haven't really been on facebook you know and all that and a lot of stuff that i do with church and work and all that kind of stuff facebook is kind of intertwined with it you know even when I don't want to be there, you know, it's like, okay. Um, even when we do invitations and how we invite people to come to our functions and all that kind of stuff. And so this is a, this is really a great season for us. Mm-hmm. It's a great season for us. And in the difficult times and stuff like that, because we, we learn to go in differently. We learn to pray differently. I haven't really... Um, been before God about myself, but it's been about other things because I've had friends since that have been going through um, and have been dealing with some stuff. And I thought about this thing, you know, because, you know, you have people in your life, you'd be surprised. They want you to give up and quit. They want to see you quit and fall. Mm-hmm. It happens. It really does. It happens. You have, you have I'm not going to say they're friends. It's, you have people. The, the Sam Ballard and Tobias, you know, who want to see you not make it. 
And um, one of one of my friends who is dear to me, I had to really encourage him on this morning. You know, um, and my, I sound like this because I've been crying. You know, I'm a crybaby. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Had, had to really talk with him this morning and encourage him because this is the time that God stretches our faith. Mm-hmm. He, he, he stretches our faith. And I was like, God, I'm, I'm used to living off just a little bit. You know, um, been an entrepreneur for a long time, um, but that's no big deal because you know what? He's been making it happen for me. He's been watching out for me, you know, and so this morning I'm encouraged. That's why I'm kind of on and off declare victory sometimes in the morning because I don't never know who's going to call me, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning. And they know for the last six and a half, seven years I've been on this call, but I still have people who will call me in the morning. You know, Rhonda, what you doing? You know, um, but I'm I'm telling you, God, this is this is our greatest time. Yeah, it it's it's our greatest times, and so you know, just the of us being intercessors, this is when we go in. We go mm-hmm. not not just in prayer, but to live what we've been talking about. Where we where we're trusting God even in the lean time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't got no complaints. Mm-hmm. Not not this morning. Hey. Mhm. 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 Amen. Look now now is absolutely a great time to be grateful. And mm-hmm. um, listen, and if you don't know your watch hour, learning it. So that when the Holy Spirit wakes you up or, or pulls you or pushes you into prayer, that you're not resistant. Because now is the time there are people who just don't even know when or how or where or, or what to pray. And then we've been practicing for years for some of us. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited about what it will breed in us. You know, we're building something in us, and so it's it's not a it's not a horrible thing. No, it's a process though. It's a process, no doubt. But and you know, hey, the, the, go ahead. No, sis, this is Dion. Okay, go ahead. I just, I was just gonna say, um, thank you, Dion, for that amazing share. Oh, we're not closed. I'm at the preschool because parents still have to work, and um, we're regulated to have amount, you know, a certain amount of kids. So I'm just grateful mm-hmm. to be in position to be able to be here for these babies. So there is a lot of fear. Um, for some of the parents. So I'm trying to just, you know, like you, um, Dion, the cod liver oil, all that stuff I know. I even have people that I thought were really stronger in their faith. That's like, you know, you better be here. I'm I'm not worried about none of that. Just like on Sunday when I went to church, I had whatever. That's a whole other story. But what I will say I've noticed is that it is making families, (laughs) families that probably have not even been talking even husband mm-hmm. and wife, like you said, you may be on Instagram posting a big old mini mansion house that you on one side right. and the other side, but this is making people stay inside. And God, like you said, he's doing all things work. Romans 8, 28, so I'm just excited too. And like Pastor Bell said last night, people are praying like they've never prayed before. And that's a blessing just to see um, the strategic prayer is going forward, and and again, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited, and I know I don't like the edge of the bread either. But I'm not really a bread eater because I, I want the meat. So <laughs> anyway, I love you, sis. <laughs> Amazing share, and 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 again, I gotta just be laughter is good. Don't get depressed. Don't slide down a wall. 
things are happening, but know that Jehovah Jireh is a provider. He's going to provide. Keep just trusting him. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. It's the truth. He has a job to do, and nothing and no one can upset his plan. I'm just glad no nothing and no one can upset his plan. How about that? That's that's, that's the part I'm excited about. That's dope. That's everything. And nothing, it don't matter what you do. It don't matter what you say. It don't matter uh, if you blow it. it nothing matters. Nothing mm-hmm. and no one can upset his plan. So that's all I got. Be Anybody honest. else before? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. All I can hear um, is um, take heed. Take heed. A lot of times when we listen to that or we see it, we just kind of look over it. But that's a stop sign. It's even more than a stop sign. It's not even a yield sign. It's a stop sign to listen. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing because every time I hear something of somebody being disobedient in the Bible, I'll be like, I can't wait to get to heaven because I got a lot of doors to knock on and be like, check this out. What? What? <laughs> if God was talking to you in the Old Testament, where were you? I mean, his voice was mm-hmm. audible. But I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times we don't get it, even even the still voice and the quiet voice. But all the, during this whole time, I just have to remind people that he's never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. So anything that we need, we don't have to worry about because if we trust him and we're doing what we're supposed to do, we don't have to worry. I wasn't worried about no toilet paper. I have four rolls in there. I was like, Lord, you know, I need toilet paper. So send it on through. My husband mm-hmm. called me. He's like, baby, I'm in Costco. How many we going to get? I said, hey, get what you going to get. And whoever right. we can get, we going to share. And you, So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it is. It's a time of sharing and being kind and not worrying about. Because we have our hearts. Be helpers one to another is what I'm saying. Because if he's going to provide it for us, he's going to make it available that we can do what we need to do for somebody else. So I just thank you for your declaration. I thank you again because you're so animated and I love you. <laughs> just a drama queen, ain't I? <laughs> all day, all day, all day, all day. What you, what you trying to say? <laughs> look, at, look at here. I ain't saying nothing. I say I love you, and I love Tanya because I'm still laughing from yesterday because my nurse was bad all day yesterday. But I I understand why. <laughs> Folks don't know about the laptop and the fingernail polish. They don't know. They have uh-uh. no idea. Uh-uh. They have but- no idea. My my kid take my computer. <laughs> <laughs> laptop and fingernail polish, and it's uh-huh. like okay. That's a whole nother. Yeah, is Dion married? Yeah, laptop, singing that pop. Mm-hmm. That's what I go with. My boyfriend. The computer is my boyfriend <laughs> all day, all day, every day, unapologetically. Uh huh. Amen. Good morning, well, Dion. Oh, hey. Good morning. Uh oh. Sorry. Here, let no, let's fine. let this gentleman go first. No, go ahead, Don. And then Diane. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna say um I appreciate the aspect of you mentioning Job, period, because um number one, what it addresses is is the one who had the answers and was constantly communicating with God was the one who was being attacked the most. Um I mm-hmm. think right now, um what you're really getting to see and to sense is you have a lot of people who are in the forefront who are surrounded by others 
um, who have leadership roles and titles and things of that nature who are not aware of what to do. And for, I think my big word has been awareness. Like this entire year has been awareness. Um, mm -hmm. And it is, are you willing to, and, and what I'm sensing and seeing is, is there are two different groups. You have the ones who can hear God and are willing to move into the direction of what he's saying to do. And yeah. then you have the others who have no idea what it's you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing, and they're attacking yeah. you because they cannot sense and see what's going on around you or in you, right? So it's, it's, um, it's very interesting because you have a lot of tension with, and, and this is how I've quantified it in my mind biblically, is, is you have the people who are sitting in the boat. We're all disciples, mind you. You have those who right. are sitting in the boat, and then you have the one who is having the conversation with Jesus, taking steps into something of an environment that they never would have considered to to be something that you could walk out into to get to God. Come on, Peter. Um, Come on, Peter. And so it's, 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 for me, it's like you have this tension of God told us to get in the boat. He didn't tell us to walk on the water, right? And then you got the ones on the water, like, ain't y'all going to come with me? And don't y'all have the same faith? Because he out uh -huh. here, can't y'all see him? Can't y'all talk to him? Can't, uh -huh. Don't y'all want to converse with him too? Y'all can come walk out uh -huh. here with me. And and so for me, I'm like, this is confirmation for me because um, while while a lot of people are saying, we got to stay home, we got to stay home, we got to stay home, uh, you have those of us who have this level of awareness or this, this level of prompting or pushing to go to lay hands on the sick so that they can recover who who are who are delving into like I was at prayer last night I got prayer tonight I was just on a prayer call before I got on this one um, and you already know I started I started the prayer thing in August I mean in October and you know it was it was you know maybe a few and and no more um, and now all of a sudden I'm getting the push and the prompt to go out into the hospitals and go to different places now to to pray and to to prophesy over different people in this this time in this period while other people were saying you don't have no right to be out and so i'm like hey uh <laughs> like i'm sorry the same thing the same thing that is <laughs> that is comforting you is convicting me and that's how I Listen. Like this is is the the place that you feel the most comfortable in mm. i can't rest i don't um Are you listening? I, 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 yeah so i'm i'm, I'm yeah, no pray for me because i'm i'm it's, i know it's not it's not many of us out here um and and I know I know this is God because I I know before when I went on a, a 31 day fast before I did my first sermon ever my father got nervous and he was like hey like you know what are you going to be okay you know that's not healthy and and I was like dad this is what God is pushing me to do like uh -huh. and I, I I know his concern and I understand him as my dad being worried about my health and my overall you know what I'm saying like my just being concerned uh -huh. It was that same level of concern when I talked to him yesterday, and I said, "Hey, Dad, I've been asked to go out. I've been I've been pushed and prompted to go out to these different gatherings to pray and to do different things out in the street or in the hospitals or whatever." And he he kind of had that look like, "Uh," and I was like, "Yep, I know that. I know that tone. I know what that is." And and but I, I definitely appreciate you for confirming for me. Um that sometimes the, the answer is in the minority and not the majority. And so, uh, 
um, yeah, that's that's what I got from it today was confirmation, absolutely, as to how to continue to stay with God when you're the only one or when you're, you know, when you're aware of something that others may not be privy to as to how to maneuver because he had already been preparing me for times like this. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, so that's that's my two cents. I'm going to go back on mute and be quiet. That's a, that's a big deal. You, you said a whole bunch, and, you know, I'm, it not only does it make sense, but and not only do I get it, but a lot of times, especially when, for real, you, you are, like, some of us already been on this. Like, this is just kind of our life, right? So I tell people all the time, listen, this is not a Sunday affair for me. This is not a, a once a week circumstance for me. This is how I, how I live. You know, I ain't no telling what might happen. I got a phone call the other day, Sunday. After we've been at church all day. My homegirl calls me and said, what you doing? And as soon as she said, what you doing? I was like, what you want? <laughs> she said, you feel like having pop-up prayer? So we got on the three-way and started calling folks. And um, we on the phone just in the middle of Sunday afternoon, just randomly praying for our nation, praying for our government, praying for our family and our loved ones, praying for the love, not because somebody was watching, Mm-hmm. Right? Not because there was an expectation that we did it, but that unction and everybody that we called, folks was in the middle of frying chicken for their family. They stopped what they were doing to carve out time to get in God's presence. Right? So those measures, those are the folks that are walked out of the boat. Right? And whatever God lays on your heart, just to get in his presence, just to get some clarity, just to stand in the middle of his peace. Right? So it's not about toilet paper. It's not about uh, what's going to happen when rent comes. It ain't rent time yet. Quit worrying about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> right? Just walk in obedience and, and allow God. Listen, nothing and no one can upset his plan. Yeah. And the ones who told you to curse God and die before it's all said and done, you're going to have to be willing to pray for them. That part. The ones who yep. talked about you like a dog, they called you a Jezebel and a witch and all the rest of the right. stuff, honey. Then they, then they be inboxing you. Come on, uh, I lost your number. Did you ever have it? You so and so. That's what Dion would have said. Mm-hmm. And I, yes, it's fine, sure. Bad as I want to call you a whole lot of run-on sentences that don't have nothing to do with Jesus. I know I have a square to stand in because of what I'm called to. And so I can't be emotional. I can't act out. I can't flash. I can't be mean. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't, as much as I want to cut people off that didn't cut me off, I can't. I want to, but I can't. I don't, like my thing broke. It doesn't work. (laughs) Oh, I'm saying, oh, Jesus, why can't I get them? See, in my former life, I used to be able to get them. But that's where that repentance comes in because those are things of old and that's that historical pride and that's that um, being outside of the will. I don't want to be, I don't want to do nothing that's going to have me outside of his will. That's it. Absolutely. But you know what, what, sis, what happens with some of us, and I think that, you know, what the the level of balance that God gives us is that, you know, um, we find out that everyone isn't always called to where God calls us to. It's just different. And I'm not even going to say levels. It's just that he just called 
called, once we understand um, as believers that God calls us to places that are different, he calls us mm-hmm. to our capacity. He calls us to our capacity. And so yeah. when my brother talked about his father being concerned, that was fine. But his father was, is, you know, doesn't even realize who he birthed. Right. But he's gonna he's gonna see it. It might be later, you know, and there's gonna be some greatness that his father will enjoy that comes out of that. You know, but uh-huh. God calls us he calls us to different things. That's it. It doesn't mean I'm not going to talk to you about what God has called me to and say that and impose and, and it on you because I don't know where your faith is. You know, mm-hmm. everybody ain't going to step outside the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is not going to feed the hungry and uh, feed them without gloves on. And, and, mm-hmm. and trust me, the gloves don't represent anything other than safety. Sometimes I, I, we might do things and we might disregard our safety. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. charge it to our head and not our heart. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just where we are at the, at the moment. We ain't thinking about no gloves, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make us any better than anybody else because gloves just represent that's a, that's a, a safety, you know, mm-hmm. that, that should be put in place. But at the end of the day, we ain't even tripping off of that. Whatever mm-hmm. God calls us to. And I think that we have to really, you know, we get balance in this. The balance in this looks like, you know what? I realize that I, I can't even minister to you about this because God has called me to it. I don't know where he calls you to. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the moment. And that whatever he calls you to is fine. Boom. Oh. <laughs> but Once don't be mad at what he called me to. Once we get it, sis, we get it. Yeah. And and even like kind of coveting where people are. Don't. <laughs> don't do don't do that to yourself. Because you don't know what they have to pay to get there. Right. Right. And you ask yourself a question. What's in your pocketbook? Can you afford this? Right? And and listen, and the cold part is if you're not built for it, why would you want to be bothered with it? You shouldn't want to. Girl, say it so the people in the back can hear it. You shouldn't want to. Mm-mm. Because some, and you that's sh- why the Bible tells us don't covet other people's uh-uh. stuff. You don't know what people have been called to. You uh-uh. can't afford it. And reminder, y'all not just going to hog up the time having a uh, back and forth. This is Tanya Nadine. Boy, that's good. <laughs> don't let them keep this going, Tanya, please. Tanya, this is Tanya Nadine. Can I, can I? Copy next. That's all I want to know. Just go go now. Your your next is now. Uh, that'll preach. That'll preach. Uh, yes, ma'am. Your, your next is now. I'll go after Tanya. <laughs> oh, Listen, yeah, that's we're, Diane. We're, uh, let Diane go. Let Diane go first. Oh, okay. Diane. Okay. I just wanted to say I I enjoyed your declaration because uh, so many people are just running around like crazy even those who belong to God. And if if we ever going to grow and trust God, we got to just trust him and not be afraid, start being afraid and, and going all crazy when things like this happen. Because he says this in, in his word, these things must happen. And we're not to act like the world. He said in Second Timothy 1 and 7, 
He did not give us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. And if we ever going to trust God and walk in him truly, we have to trust him in all things, no matter what comes up. People canceling their doctor's appointments, people running around like crazy, the lines are long. It's, you know, where's God in all of this? He's He's right there in the midst of it. He allowed these things to happen for a reason. And we, being in the word every day, we have to start letting, allowing that word to, to uh, change us from the inside out and not run around like we used to do when we didn't know God. The world is, the people are just, just crazy. But, God, you know, ministry goes on on every day and you know yesterday our church decided to close the church down but we're still doing ministry so we were assigned to people to check on these people and if they need something take it to them and so i got a call and i asked was i up to the challenge sure i am this is what i do every day you know I go to the hospital and see people. This is what I do every day because I trust God. And this is the task that he has given me. And so I, you know, people are people. God is your shield. God is your buckler. Well, he's mine. And I trust him. I'm going to keep doing whatever it is he calls me to do. And that's what we all should do and not be afraid because God says he's, he's with us. He's right there in the midst of whatever we're going through. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we have to act like we are God's children. We have an inheritance. And everything that comes to us, we are to ask God. God is our shield. He goes before us. And we have to trust and know that. It's our perspective of who God is in our life. So I just want to say thank you for that declaration. I'm going to keep it moving because that's what he's giving me. (laughs) That's the charge I have. So be encouraged, uh, everybody. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Give honor to God who is the head of my life. I love God. I love God. As you and Bonita were... um, Uh, engaged in uh, passionate dialogue, you know, I thought about something that you said. um, And while you may have, you have a gift and a passion and a purpose to do X, um, I have a gift and a passion to do Y and Bonita and everybody else on the line. Um, You touched on it a little bit, but um, don't feel compelled to go do something that Tanya is called to do. Don't feel compelled to go do something that Dion is called to do or Diane is called to do. There is a, God has something specific. Even in this time, there is something specific about the purpose in which he has created you for that you'll be able to, um, that you'll be able to use that gift or that talent or that passion that he's given you. And it's just such a blessing that we don't, because see, you, what, part of the thing is, is that people look at um, individuals who do a lot and um, who uh, God has blessed tremendously, but but never knowing the full price that is paid to actually walk in that calling. 
salvation is free, but we work out our soul salvation. And to get to where certain people are, like sometimes I marvel at worship leaders. I listen to uh, Phil Thompson, for example, um, just an amazing worship leader. But when you listen to him, at least I, when I listen to him, I, I feel an immediate connection, and I wonder, God, what has he been through in order to minister at this level? There's nothing, there's nothing, um, uh, tra- there's nothing shady, but not shady, but there's nothing, um, what do I want to say, um, shallow, that's it. There's nothing shallow about the songs that I've heard him sing. There's nothing shallow about it. So I just, I just want to encourage us, um, even when we're out and about, smile. Say good morning. Say good afternoon. Because people are are desperate. You are absolutely right. And I know it it goes without saying. We don't. It's not like we're beating a dead horse. But I think the more we hear it, faith comes with comes by hearing. The more we hear it, we are not operating in fear. Um, we are operating in purpose, regardless of. And I'll, I'll close on this. Um, for those of you that that have churches, your churches are are closing down. Not closing down. You know, you're they're respecting the the um the order that was given to um you know uh, no more than 10 people in a in a setting um there are things that you can take advantage of like you all have been on a conference on this is a conference call it's a free conference call right in in that in that you it's a it's a i shouldn't say free let me let me be careful but but you don't have to pay a subscription you the individual that's calling in don't have to pay a subscription. There are all kinds of free conference call numbers that are available. You might want to um, suggest that to your church leader that, you know, um, just like you use prayer, uh, we use our prayer call. This is a model for you. If they don't know how to do it, you can say we're on a prayer call, you know, invite them to be a part of it just so that, or invite them to listen to the playback. Um, there are things that they can do. Um, social media, you know, you can go live on social media. Maybe your pastor might want to or one of the church leaders, um, God gives them a message and they go live. If they don't know how to do it, maybe you can show them how. Like there there are ways that we can still um, get the gospel um, get the gospel out or get an encouraging message out. So I just wanted to remind you that uh, of those, those two tools that I know of, if you um, are a little bit more techie and you know how to use Zoom, Zoom video conferencing is another Tool. There are all kinds of tools that are out there that you don't just have to shut down. Your pastors, your main leaders can still be in contact, even with the older people. The older people may not be able to do a video conference, but they can absolutely call in a number and they can hear the word over the phone, as you have been any for however long you've been on the conference call. The last thing I'll say is this. Um, we had a meeting at our uh, online meeting yesterday, and we were talking about what we're going to do moving forward. And so we've made a decision to do some things. And so I have to go to the church, um, you know, uh, on this coming weekend to make sure those things get implemented. And I was like, uh, am I being irresponsible going out? You know, I mean, and I was like, I'm going to the church to do God's business because the people of God need to be blessed. And so that's my thing as an administrator. I just, I just wanted to encourage you guys. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I'm excited about what we got going on right now. Love y'all. <laughs> Love you too. But you know, it's not, it's not until we have a problem that we really get creative. We can think outside the box. Sometimes God allows us to have these problems, difficult situations, and next thing you know, we do stuff that bless people. 
you know, we reach audiences that, that we never thought that we would reach. So these are good problems. Mm-hmm. Great problems, actually. Hey, Dion, this is Bernice. Hey. I um on the brighter side of all of the things that are going on, one of the things that I could see is, is that the shelter in place can be a time for families to reunite and to get together mm-hmm. and to, to begin to bond and to get to know one another better and to begin to teach the things that should be taught in this time. I believe that um, with all that's going on, I mean, we know that we have the the threat of of things being people getting sick and that kind of thing. But we don't have, we really don't have that problem as long as we're continuing to do what God has called us to do. Um, and that right now is to get with the family, to teach, to train up, and so that everybody gets to know one another. I know families that don't know each other. Absolutely. And so the, the other thing is, is that God has given a way of escape. What he has done is he has allowed the governor of California to put in place this um, executive order, which is going to allow those people who are not working to not worry about having to to be late on their rent and that thing, getting evicted, even the people who have mortgages. He's, uh, He's put an executive order together so that we, or the people of God, do not have to worry about that, even your cell phone bill. Your PG&E cannot get cut off. None of these things can happen. Now you're going to owe these things, but you're going to, but you don't have to worry about it because the executive order has been put into place. So for me, and and for all, and I see all of this that's going on. These are the two things that I find to be a blessing in it. That's that's good. I was um, right before you said that. Um, I was thinking, um, even just about putting a post, what what about this crisis has been empowering to you? Right? Like in real life, what, what are the positive points of this? That would be wonderful. Do it. That's a that's a that's a good one. What what have you learned from this? What have you gained from it? And how has it positively because everybody's talking about how awful this is, not awful that is. I just saw somebody uh shared that Somebody, uh, Safeway was charging fifty five dollars for a steak. <laughs> I said, uh-uh. right, so, Hello, this is Elsie. What I found is that I've been a blessing at work because a lot of my coworkers and bosses are stressing out about what's going on out there in the world and and I'm I'm preaching about mental state you know since I've been there and done that and God has just blessed me with that testimony where I'm able to counsel them and let them know like this is your priority and there's only so much you can control and I think that's a huge blessing and I'm the fact that I'm able to go to work every single day and not have to worry about that is a blessing as well that's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's very huge, um, especially uh-huh. for me. So. Uh-huh. 
Big deal, babe. Big deal. Who who else is that? I heard somebody else trying to jump in. Who else is that? Good morning. Good morning, you guys. Um, Good morning. Hey. Uh, I have a few things. I, what I'm grateful for is just having gratitude. And as the other lady said, was just spoke. Um, my coworkers come to me and say, "What word do you have today?" Because I'm one of them that has to go to the hospital, you guys, and it's like a mere ghost town. And um, we have to be on the front line. But one of the things I wanted to hit on, I might go back and forth with, I know a few years back, Tanya and yourself, Dion, talked about being prepared and staying prepared. And that soul stayed in the forefront of my mind of having things that we need when times like this come. And I'm so grateful for that. Also, if you do have extra stuff, I've just been led to carry stuff in my car, like extra toilet paper, hand sanitizer. And wherever the Lord leads me to give, I give. Because this is the time where people, we can um, allow our light to shine as Christians and not run into chaos and be fearful. The other thing I'm grateful for is um, at my job, they changed the policy. They tried to change the policy in midair without telling us or negotiating with our union. And they jumped on us because our, I believe our managers didn't have any balls to pick up for us to clean these um, masks that are called um, cappers and cappers. And it was in the policy for those who wear them opposed to clean them, but they were dumped on us, and the training was really, really rushed. And myself and, and another lady began to pray and fast, and people behind the scenes were doing other things, um, putting, uh, writing letters and so forth. But as of this Tuesday, it was seized. We didn't have to do it. And it's not that anyone trying to get out of their work, but it just shows you when times like this come, they try to really dump on the lower person, and mainly the people who do my job are minorities. And it didn't fly. And I'm so grateful to have a God like I have that when you need to go into prayer fast, that you can do so, and it works. Also, mm -hmm. lastly, I want to mention... Um, can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. I was trying to call me. They're running out of supplies even at the hospital. And uh, we had suggested months ago that they put up stuff and hide it and ration it, and they laughed. And now they have to do that. Because you're the little man and you're the one who listen to you, now we're suffering, mm -hmm. which is so sad, and it's all out throughout the country. You guys pray much, mm -hmm. Thank you. I appreciate the declaration. Mm -hmm. Praying for you, Monty. Hello. Good morning. Hey, there are two of you. Who's who's who and who's who? Um, go ahead, Mona. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, Mona. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, it's always a good declaration, um, Dion. Um, but for me, I just keep on thinking, and but even within, um what I've been feeling as far as, because I feel like it, it's it's like a um, distraction because I, I, I was like, you know, uh, for what I do, it's it's about going out and um, serving and, and um, you know, just showing the love and kindness of, of our, just being, our, the, being the reflector, being the light that God called us to be. So when, when I saw the shutdown and I feel like the shutdown, I was like, well, look at this. I was like, no, no, no. You know, I was fighting with it or whatnot, because I, I just feel like it's um, 
um, it, 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 for me, I felt like it was, um, I'm not trusting in God. I'm not trusting that um, I'm covered. But at the same time, I was like, Lola, don't be naive. Don't be, you know, um, really understand what this is. So, you know, I've just been, um, like, listening at the same time. But at the same time, my spirit been fighting back on, I need you to be who I called you to be. Not to say you got to go run out there and be um, um, crazy, you know what I'm saying, and just act like you got to be in people's faces um, or whatnot. But I need you to be who you called. I called you to be, and that's just to show love wherever you go. So I just want to remind everybody of that. Just, you know, wherever you go, remember who you are, and just to show love wherever you go. And and just trusting God that we're covered, we're covered you know. And and I just want to encourage each other, you know, just to say that. I love you, God. Good stuff, Lana. Thank you. We love you, too. Go ahead, Keish. Hey, a great declaration. And what I have learned um, from this is that I, the areas of my unbelief, that's what I needed to um, gird up in the word of God. And this morning I saw that uh, Lady Kathy had posted something about get the book out. I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, yeah, that somebody is me because I've been so busy, 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 this, that, and the third. Last night, uh, the governor of Nevada uh, closed all non-essential businesses for the next 30 days. So I'm just grateful to still be employed, but we're going to be on hiatus for a minute. And this is going to allow me to finish the book that I started. So, glory to God. And I'm I'm, I'm trusting him for that TP. I'm trusting him for it. Because so, <laughs> I, I got everything else. I, I have everything else from just being a kid and being the oldest of eight and always running out of stuff. I always bought soap and laundry stuff. And just, that's cool. It's just this last month I didn't buy a lot of teepees. So I'm like, okay, but I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God in, in this matter. So um, just great declaration, great comments. And this has just definitely been a lifeline for me and mine. And what uh, Tanya was speaking on earlier, because uh, our pastor did do uh, close our church. And so we're going to online services only. So we were already prepared with getting up, getting on this call every morning. So we used to getting on our devices and hearing a word. So it's not going to be a hard transition for me. And so I just, I'm grateful for you saying yes all those years ago and just keep doing what you're doing. Love you. Hey, Dion, I don't know if anybody was next. I can wait. Just stand again. Oh, you know, it just, I mean, this may sound kind of trivial, but what if, what if, what if God put it on your heart to do this way out of the box, you, how's my you, way out of the box prayer thing where we pray on, I don't know there are other people who do it, but ours is like, we took it to a whole nother level. I, I, I already know. What if God did that? What is it? Six years ago now? Seven years? All that, Almost all those seven. years ago? Uh huh. Just to prepare us for this time. Mm-hmm. He's not, he, like he's all like it. It just hit me just now. But mm-hmm. but the thing about it is is that many of you on the this line have been trained 
so so for those people who like might get the idea you might share with them how how um, that that we can do serve we can still have service it may not be with a video camera it'll be it'll be on the phone you can give them a platform you can you have a, mm-hmm. a reference point that like you you have a reference point on you know pastor or first lady or whoever it is that you might want to suggest it to there's a format that you can follow and you can let them mm-hmm. know I've experienced it for myself. The Holy Ghost can be on the phone line. He he's a telecommuting God too. Mm-hmm. Listen. 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 Listen to this. Listen to this though. I'm sorry. Who 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 else is that talking? Prashanda. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so yesterday, well actually what what I did with my mother she has a, um, a women's group that meets at her house. And I said, well, Mom, we not use a Zoom. Why don't you do it? Let me teach you how. Just so happened that she was talking to her pastor's wife. For some kind of way, they had a lead team. They heard that the entire conversation. So now I'm about to train my mother's church on how to use Zoom and Uber. Got a phone call wow. last night. Hey, Dion. Right. It, but that's, I spent Monday afternoon with an apostle's administrative staff teaching him how to set up systems so that they can go live, which is something that I'm working on to teach smaller churches how to make sure that they can still advance the kingdom electronically. Right? So... Um, that that being said, every single thing, nothing, are you listening, or no one can upset God's plan. Let me say it again. Nothing or no one can upset God's plan. Amen. And so all, all of what I have been doing, just thinking I was just doing something, Right, just doing stuff because I can help with me and my boyfriend working together collaboratively has been preparing me for this moment. Right, so if you start to pay attention to some of the things that God has set you up for, predestined you for, aligned your life with in this season, in this moment, listen, if you look deeply at the problem, you'll find the promise. Because when I I said, okay, Lord, what to do? He said, well, what I want you to do is make yourself available for pastors and leaders who are not technically savvy. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. Well, that's Uh cute. So that's what I do, right? Mm -hmm. But then get this. Then he told me, what I want you to do is teach people what their watch is and allow the clear victory lines to be open 24 hours a day seven days a week until I tell you something different. I just haven't given the orders. I haven't said much about it because I've been listening, right? It said, and Job listened, right? So in times like these, like me and retarded Kenya, well, I got a problem. (laughs) You want to share it? (laughs) Because that's literally what we say because we're a little retarded. I got a problem, you. You want to share my problem? 
oh man, I don't got a problem right now. I get excited when there's a problem because that means I got the answer because I get my information from the source. So I want you to actively look for the promise in what could be a problem on every level. You start doing that, you're going to start seeing more solutions and strategies than any, than any stress or stronghold. That's all. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, Cam. This is I know. I just wanted to share um, what the Lord dropped in my spirit this morning while sitting and listening on this call. Um, I know the other night while my husband and I were in prayer and um, the Lord was sharing some things with me then that I didn't quite understand fully um, but I kept searching the scriptures for what God was trying to basically share with me. Um, It wasn't until this morning on this call that I can actually hear him a little clearer. Um, what the Lord was saying to me was that what we are seeing, he said, people are looking at what we're seeing and comparing it to what we saw. So we're looking at the viruses, the COVID 19, and we are referring it to blood on the doorpost, you know, we're we're looking at Psalms 91, hiding under the shadow of the Almighty. We're we're searching back to what we saw before, but God is saying, I'm showing you what you haven't seen. He said, I know that it was done in the Old Testament, but what I'm showing you now are things that have not, this is the eyes have not seen and the ears have not heard and neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things that I will do for those that love me, the things that I have in store. Um, So the scripture that he dropped in my spirit this morning was that the wealth of the riches is stored up for the righteous. And so we are in a place right now to where there are people, I think there was a young lady got on the phone and said, I'm still working or I'm still getting paid even though I am on a hiatus. Um, You're talking about, you know, God opening doors for different uh, media opportunities to be a blessing to other people. Um, We are in a time right now where God is trying to do something for us that we've never seen. What we have seen 
And so it makes it difficult to understand what's happening in the atmosphere right now. Uh, truly, there has been a shift. Um, truly, there has been something going on that had been predestined for this appointed time. But it's so many, ah, thank you, God. It's so many people, because remember, when we entered in 2020, we entered in with a vision. Um, but there's so much double vision. There's so many people who saying what they saw, and then people are saying, okay, well, this is what I saw. It's so many different visions that people can't understand what's going on. So in this time, it's not time to use your eyes and your perception. It's time to see things through the eyes of God the way he sees it. It's time to hear, like you said, Job, listen. It's time to hear what God is saying to you. Um. And sometimes that can get muffled and distracted by other people speaking or other people telling you, well, this is what the Lord is saying in this time, or this is what the Lord is doing. But God speaks to his people. And God is trying to show us what we haven't seen before. He's trying to give us something that we prayed for and that he promised us. He's trying to get it to our hands, but if we keep reflecting on what we saw, we could never really embrace what we've never seen before. So, I mean, a lot of people are saying this has never been seen. You know, we, we, we've come into this COVID. Everything is shutting down. Someone on the line said, we're, we're not shutting down. We're shutting in. And that truly is what the case is. Sometimes God wants to shut us in so we can shut up and just listen. Uh-huh. That's that word just right listen. Here. Say it yeah. again. Listen to what God is trying to say to you in this season. Now, it, it's, it's uncomfortable not being busy. I'm a witness. Sometimes we've done so much that we ain't really done nothing at all. But it's not until you're sitting down that you realize you ain't really done what God told you to do. So this is a call for the nation to just shut up and listen, to close your eyes so you can see. When we open them, we judge what we're looking at. But if we close our eyes, we can see what God is trying to show us. It's a heart thing. We got to see from a different place. It's too many visions. It's too many opinions. And 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 it's God is really trying to show. I, I commend the young man that came on and said, "Listen, my father is you know uh, concerned about what I'm doing, but I know that I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do." That's the bottom line. What is God telling? us as individuals. Collectively, we can be on here and sharing, but when the phone call ends, when everybody hang up, what has God told you? And have you done it yet? Now there's no more reason, there's no more excuses that you don't have time, that you have to 
isolate your time between work and God, that you have to get your kids to all these basketball games and football games and rehearsals and practices. Now you've got nothing but time on your hands. You have no more excuses. So what will be your excuse now? The virus, think about it, the virus, <laughs> the virus, like a computer virus, will shut the whole program down. So some people are infected that don't even have the virus because it's a hard thing. You you, you moving like you're sick, but you ain't even sick. And so I thank God. God said to me the other day, he said, I set a guard at the gate. He said, and no one could come in or go out without my say-so. He said, and I must keep my word. Keep in mind, God said he has to keep his word. Now, if you ain't traveled through all 66 books, you got to start reading. Because the same God we're asking for blessings and the same God that listed all the promises also listed the book of Revelation. Go read what he has to do. Because he said, my word will not go out and return unto me void. It has to come back and report that it accomplished what I sent it to do. Yes, ma'am. That's all yes, I ma'am. That was a plea. You said a plenty. Yeah. You said a plenty. That was good stuff, sis. That hit my heart. Oh my God, it's straight on the nail. Mm-hmm. Yes, good stuff. Pastor Dion. Yeah, yeah, Shut yeah, up. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. Go, go ahead, Pam. I was just going to say um, that what's on my spirit is just to let's just make sure that um, even with the gentleman who was speaking about going and like what 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 God put on his heart to go and go out there and, um, you know, try to be a, a vessel for the Lord. Let's just make sure we are. That's our individual walk. We're individual. We're really hear, that we're not. And I'm not doubting that he is hearing, but just let. God be God as well. And just God gave us common sense. God gave us, you know, medical staff and there's information that's going around. We don't want to go, you know, just out there and just, you know, try to be God. God knows what he's doing, but let's just also have common sense just in terms of, you know, it's not even affecting this virus that they're talking about. It's not just just because I'm I'm not even just worried just about myself. I can go out there and I'm not even having any symptoms and pass it on to someone else as I'm trying to give God's word. So just really just being mindful of that as well. I know God, he's everything, but just he also, he's given us common sense and, you know, there's information out there too. And just not take that lightly. Amen. Amen. I have a lot to share. Stands there. Go ahead. I want to read from Nehemiah 4, 16, just like we're talking about. Everybody has their assignment, um, and we're all different parts of the body. So from the message version, our enemies learned that we had knew all about their plan, and God had frustrated it. And we went back to the wall and went to work. 
from then on, half of my young men worked while the other half stood guard with lances, shields, bows, and male armor. Military officers served as backup for everyone in Judah who was at work rebuilding the wall. The common laborers held a hand tool in one hand and a spear in the other. Each of the builders had a sword strapped to his side as he worked. I kept the trumpeter at the side to sound the alert. Our enemies learned that we knew all about their plan and that God had frustrated it. And we went back to the wall and went to work. Then from then on, half of my young men worked while the other half stood guard with lances, shields, bows, and mail armor. Military officers served as backup for everyone in Judah who was at work rebuilding the wall. The common laborers held tools in one hand and a spear in the other. Each of the builders had a sword strapped to his side as he worked and kept the trumpeter. I kept the trumpeter at my side to sound the alert. So this is a clarion call for the intercessors, the prayers, the servants, all of us. Like God said, when sin comes in like a flood, he would lift up a standard. Our prayers are the standard. So each of us has our own assignment, but we work with one hand and on the other hand, we have our weapon, our sword, our shield. Like they said, love and kindness keep smiling to people, keep showing love. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. So um, declare victory. I love you and I thank you as we go forward in this time of spiritual warfare. Amen. Read, read the, what was the scripture again? Nehemiah, hold on. Nehemiah 4, 16 through 17 in the message version. So we work while we war, mm-hmm. and we win if we don't quit. Keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of ways, like uh, Minister Phillips says, um, love is the most violent flame. So we can war yes, while we is. work, while we love, mm-hmm. while we fight spiritual warfare. Some of us are soldiers. Some of us are day laborers. Some of us are uh, servants in the field. Some of us are whatever it is. You know what God called you to do, like the minister just said, like Tanya said, everybody doesn't have the same calling, but we are called. And we must all continue mm-hmm. to pray to lift up the standard. This too shall pass mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Some of you, the way that you war is is through business. Some of you, the way that you war is through serving. Some of you, all of our our strengths are different, right? So don't don't get caught up in thinking it's supposed to be one thing, right? When when in reality, sometimes it's something totally different. Make sure you're asking God, okay, where do I war? How do I war, right? So that you're not confusing your gifting, your strength, your uh, laborious work of love with someone else's. You ain't got to. He has one just for you. Make sure you are in your vein. It could change everything overnight. Like literally. Like some of the stuff that we're called to is really meant to make a shift in our economy. Right here is where it happens. For real. Like in this quote-unquote trouble, in this turbulent, uncertain time, this is where your financial shift will happen. If you put your focus on being in his presence and being able to hear him, you won't miss this move. I want to say a Make special sense. prayer for those. Sorry. It makes so much sense. 
it's personal. Stand it. Stay. Oh God, it makes so much sense. It's it's very personal and it's very individual. always individual. He gave each man his own talent according to the measure of faith. You know, Dion Black called me yesterday, because, you know, he's in Phoenix, Arizona. And mm-hmm. he called me and he was like, Mama, he said, how are you? And I said, I'm fine. And uh, he said, so what, is, what does it feel like? I said, well, what do you mean by what it feel like? You know, um, he said, I know you guys are under quarantine and everything. And I said, no, we just do, we're practicing social distancing. <laughs> that was good. I like it. So I said, we're, we're practicing social distancing. I said, but, you know, I said, it, it's nothing really. I said, the only thing is we don't have a whole bunch of traffic. I said, and, you know, it's, it's called, uh, you know, a little hysteria, you know, and everything. I said, but you know me. I said, I ain't even, I'm not bothered by it because I know how I live, you know. Um, and then, you know, just my per, my personality, this is nothing, you know. And so he was like, I just mm-hmm. want, well, where are you getting to go? I said, I'm getting to go to the store. Mama, why you leave? I said, I'm getting to go to the store. Well, right. you, some, I said, I'm going to go get some pork chops. That's all. But the right. one thing, but you know what the one thing is, is that, you know what, I don't, I don't, once you realize the word of God, we work it out, and the word became flesh. So here it is, is that we're not called to this world. This is not even our home. But mm-hmm. we're passing through, we're passing through here, like, like you've been talking about. Know where your lane is, what you've been called to do, and work in that. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm a new hair this week. Like I've been doing, I wash my hands more mm-hmm. than most healthcare providers. You know, so it's mm-hmm. you know, I I trust is in the Lord. You know what I'm talking about. I trust is in the Lord. That's all mm-hmm. we can do. God, I trust you. Yeah. And He said, "This is just a light affliction. This ain't this ain't nothing." Right. It's a light affliction. Right. It ain't mm-hmm. it ain't worthy to be compared to the greater weight of glory that God's gonna get out of us when we come through this Listen, thing. Hebrews twelve. Come on huh, here. Come on. <laughs> mhm. 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 Good morning, family. Good, Good morning. morning. Prayer for the uh, healthcare provider for Tracy and Imani and whoever else in the Declare Victory family that has to work in healthcare through this process. Amen. And it's Wednesday, so that would be a great prayer focus for every individual on the line that is um, participating in our fast for today. Please, I've been praying for healthcare workers like every single day because I know it's a fast because they gotta show up. Amen. Who who was that? Was that Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that part. Nehemiah four. Um, such an apropos um verse. Uh, chapter. Um, when we look at the context of Nehemiah, when they were working on that wall, they had no church. Okay, the church was shut down. Okay, if you know if you know anything about Nehemiah, they, the uh, the children of God were coming back to the city of God, and they were working on building the wall to shore up the city of God. But they had no church. They had a foundation. 
but they were working and understanding, and I, I need you to see this, is that in this time, we're working to shore up the city of God. We have no physical church to go to. They had no physical church to go to. They had no temple to go to. Or no preaching, or no praise service, or anything. But they were working. And if you read Nehemiah, it says every family was assigned their part of the wall. My question is, what is your part of the wall, and what are you doing to work? I love what the young lady said, that there's no time. You have no excuse. Are you teaching your children? What are you building? Where, 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 is your, where is your assignment on the wall? Are you having Sunday school with your children to tell them, just like the Israelites told them in Exodus, this is what we went through, and this is how God provided, and this is who God is? Are you having devotion with your, with your spouse? Because you can't go to church right now. Just like the people in Nehemiah, they couldn't go to church, but they understood the word of the law, that we need to build a wall because the enemy is coming. We need to be protected. Are you building your wall? Are you building your family? Are you working your family assignments? Because you can't go to church right now. You can do live streaming, and that's good. But are you working your wall? There is no excuse right now. And maybe God has put this together to say that, Look, there's a time that's coming that is worse than what we what we're experiencing right listen, now. Listen, this quarantine, that this quarantine right sweet. now is just a foretaste. Because God's word mm-hmm. says the pestilence, rumors of war, earthquakes, and everything, they're aside, but that's not the time of the end. It's just a part of prophecy that's coming to pass. But in this time that you have right now, are you building the wall? Are you building the wall of your family? Are you building the spiritual wall of your family? Are you teaching your children? Because, you know, you may have some Moseses down there. Back in Egypt, 400 years, they had no church. They weren't even allowed to worship on the Sabbath. But they taught their children, they taught their families, and they kept the word of God. And they remembered what God had brought them through and what God would, would, would bring them through. They had the faith. Are you building your walls right now? So on Saturday or Sunday, after the live streaming is gone, or if you don't have a church that's live streaming, or you can't go to church right now, pull the Bible out. Bring your husband, bring your wife, bring your children together and begin to have church because you are the church. And God can speak to you. God is ready and willing to speak to every one of us on this line. Speak to our family. Speak to us. Build your wall. Build your part of the wall. Yep, that's good stuff. Good stuff right there, E. Thank you for that. Y'all listen, it's 931, I mean 831, and I got, uh, look, I I done sent three people to voicemail, and I got some business with my good uh, social distanced self. I got some stuff that I need to take care of. Um, I love you guys. We'll meet back here at 5 o'clock. For those of you that uh, 
that are fasting, um, you know, just having your heart and your mind certainly to keep our seniors at the forefront of our thought process, our healthcare workers, um, those that are still, are even, even male carriers, even though they socially distance naturally. But if you would just keep folks that, that have to be out in the community, for those of you that have a charge to go lay hands on the sick, to work in the community dealing with the homeless and so on and so forth, whatever your social responsibility is as it relates to kingdom building, I pray that God will protect and cover you in the process. Um, that's it. And I pray that you be of good courage so he will strengthen your heart. I love you guys. And we'll be right back here. Uh, today at 5 p.m. For those of you that are um, out of the red, I'll hear you guys this evening uh, at at 8.20 p.m. So uh, we may do it sooner than that, just depending on, on folks' availability. I'll send you a text shortly. So that being said, listen, I love you guys, but she's out. I'm going to go for me a walk, and then I'm going to get in front of my boyfriend, and we're going to go together today, and we can um, handle us some business. Amen. 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 Have a Amen. good day, everyone. Have a good day, everyone. Have a blessed Talk day, everyone. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, family. Love you, guys. Love you, Bond. You ain't got to go to work today, child. Uh-uh. <laughs> you get to stay home. Yeah, it'll shut her down for three weeks. We 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 got to stay oh. here. Okay. Man, I wish I was shut down for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Love y'all. Hey, man. Be blessed, everybody. Love y'all. Love everybody. Bye-bye.